0: Welcome to Vision Scope, a program designed to educate and inform on matters relating to disabilities. My name is Wilbert Williams. Glad you could join me for episode 26. Last time I ended by telling you that um, there were times when I recommended patient discharge, that some patients became verbally abusive, but this did not last for long because the staff quickly intervened and diffused the tension on all occasions. At other times, however, I enjoyed excellent relationships with the man in the street. I found them so helpful and courteous. And sometimes they went out of their way to assist. At other times, they... they would um come up and talk to me and ask me where i was from um and also we found that there were a lot of jamaicans working in the rail service and you know manning the hospitals as porters and there were a lot of um, Jamaican nurses, so we felt comfortable all around. By 1963, I was becoming increasingly comfortable in the hostel and in the um, British surroundings. I can recall buying my first tape recorder in June of 1963, it was a Philips tape recorder with a seven-inch spool deck. It was a reel-to-reel tape recorder because in those days, reel-to-reel was the in thing. It was a reel-to-reel tape recorder with... Um, which could um, take 7-inch spools. Very nice tape recorder. It had um, three speeds, seven and a half, was it? Yes, seven and a half, three and three quarters, and one and seven eighths. And it, it could record on four tracks so you could get a lot on those tracks. The only problem is that you had to make sure that you did not break the tape because if you broke the tape, you would lose um, music or data in four different spots because it was a four-track machine. Anyway, I loved it and um, I had it for years, even when I came home. It was one of the pieces that came with me. Then later on, I purchased a record player. I can't remember the name of the record player, but it was a nice little unit, and it had an excellent sound and um, two external speakers. So that added to my pride and joy. Later on, I also discovered that my nephew, Al Adams, and his wife had moved up to London from Jamaica and Al had come up to um, study structural engineering and so... I finally had family and company, and this made a big difference. Al and I, um, you know, were close from boyhood days, and it was nice to reunite with him. And on some weekends, I visited his family, and we had good times together. The Regent Hall, the Salvation Army Regent Hall Corps played a big part in my life at that time. the The Regent Hall Corps was headed by Ma- Major Fred Brown, and he took excellent care of me, um, Major Brown. And the Corps Sergeant Major, Will James, and his family went out of their way to be helpful at all times. I can recall um, Will James picking me up on a Sunday afternoon and taking me to um, Regent Hall and there we would have tea, and then share in the late afternoon service, which I enjoyed immensely. The Regental Corps had and as always, had a very good um band. And they also had, and I heard them recently with a new set of recordings, and they still have an excellent choir. And so I enjoyed worshipping with them. It will be difficult to do any kind of presentation of this sort without mentioning some of the English foods that I came to to enjoy. I think the first one was roast beef and Yorkshire pudding. I loved that. That was served in many homes um, during my visits. Also, I enjoyed their fruit cake and. Um, there was one student whose mother used to make sure to send fruit cake for me every time her son went home for weekends. Um, another thing that became part of the staple at lunchtime was the, the pasty and and I used to I used to buy those at lunchtime because they were, at that time, the closest thing I could get to the Jamaican patty, and they were filling. So if you had one of those for lunch, you didn't have to worry. How could I forget fish and chips and shepherd's pie? Those very important. Um, menus, which I came to love after a while. One day, I received a surprise visit from Lady Molly Huggins. Now, Lady Huggins was the wife of a former governor of Jamaica. Um, I I never met her before but she heard that this blind student was in London and eventually she came to see me. Um, She talked to me for some time and then she said, you know, I want to do something special for you. I am going to start a fund to raise money so that you could go to Guy doc school before you return to Jamaica. So I was very happy at the, 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 the concept and um, she decided that she would organize it. And she got in touch with the Salvation Army Regent Hall. And between them, they raised the amount of money that was required to send me to Guy Dog School and, um Major Brown helped me to complete the application, and we wrote to them and received dates for guide dog training. Now, one of the good things about the dates that we ended up with was that it would be after physiotherapy training was completed and so that made me very happy indeed. Concerts were held and the necessary funds were raised and I was able eventually to go for guide dog training on the completion of my course. But in in an upcoming episode I will tell you all about this. That's it for today. Join me next time when we'll present another in the series, Vision Scope. Music was provided by Rennie Williams Jr.